Lord Jesus, we're grateful for the opportunity that you have us here, Father. Our health, Lord, our jobs, our families, Lord. We're grateful for everything, Lord. Peace that you bring in our lives, Lord, just knowing you. We ask, Lord, that you bless these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up, Lord. Continue to bless this church, Lord, and the vision of this church. Continue to bless all the members, Lord. And, Lord, that you just commit our heart tonight, Lord, to you in all things, Lord. Whatever's going on, whatever distractions are outside of here, Lord, that we can fade them out and just magnify you, Father. That we may be able to magnify you above all things this evening, Lord, and just give you all the glory and honor. You are worthy of it. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless the group, and God bless y'all. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. So uh, tonight's message uh, was inspired by a couple of things that had came to my mind when it came to um, process uh, in families, uh, the process in family establishment. Uh, there's a lot of times that we um, we lose sight of what a process is uh, in a family. We lose sight of sometimes um, what we are doing within a family just due to the fact that <clears throat> we might have members that are already out of the house or we might think it's too late. But the term uh, that... God gave me as a title was Seed It. Um, seed It is something that a farmer, somebody that's having a garden, ha uh, uh, ha that has a garden, has to do before there's a result. Um, you don't know if the seed will ever take, but it doesn't stop you from doing it. Uh, you don't know, for a farmer, they don't know if the rain's coming, they don't know if uh, a freeze is coming, but they do it anyways, they seed it. And I think that term's in a very uh, important term for us in our lives, uh, and that we cannot forget to seed it uh, and not get tired of seeding it uh, and not lose faith in what God has given us to seed it. Uh, you might not see the results immediately but it doesn't mean that the seed uh is is not going to flourish one day uh and that's the power of the word of god the word of god can stay in a position the word of god doesn't die this is where there's power and faith and hope there's excitement especially for uh us that are, are raising our children uh, and, and telling our children about the things of God. It doesn't even matter if um, they live in a, you know, another state, uh, another place, another town. It, it, that phone call, the, the thing that you could seed it when you're on the phone with them, the power that God has in his word. And I love testimonies. I love hearing testimonies of uh, brothers and sisters that they, t they tell from at one point a family member or, or a friend not wanting to hear about the things of God, but because they seed it, <laughs> it, because they were talking 
about the things of God and in conversation, and they kept on promoting what God was doing in their lives and talking about what God was doing and testifying and using the Word of God, then what happened? Through time, that seed found ground. And see, brothers and sisters, we like for things to happen quickly. And there's nothing wrong with things happening quickly. Amen for something to happen quickly. Amen. Praise God for something quick to happen. But sometimes when it doesn't happen quickly, we don't go to look at the process of why it didn't happen quickly. Why didn't the seed not take ground? Why didn't it accept where it landed? And these are the things we got to ask for God's wisdom in. Amen. And so uh, tonight's, Tonight's message is the power of the seed and what we can do with it through God. Amen? Uh, if we turn to Hosea 10, 12. It's a beautiful verse. Sembrad para vosotros en justicia, segar para vosotros en misericordia, arar para vosotros barbecho, porque es el tiempo de buscar a Jehová hasta que venga y os enseña justicia. So it says here, sow to yourselves. This is the most important part where we're going to start talking about the seed process because, you know, we've asked God, God, give me wisdom for my family. Give me wisdom for my kids. God, give me wisdom. I just wish... I wish this, I wish that, I wish this, I wish that, right? I, I know what we're saying here. I feel it. Trust me. I oh, know you don't. No, 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 no. I know. I, if, if some, of y'all, some of y'all might smile at me because you know that this is, this is a prayer, right? This is a prayer. I just, want, I just want them to listen to me this time, right? And, and it pricks your heart and hurts you, and I get it. I understand that. But look what the Word of God says right here. So... To yourself. So to yourself, righteousness. It doesn't say so to them. It says so to yourself first. This righteousness. Because see, when you sow it to yourself, and that root takes off, the stability's there, the fruits are there, the examples there, the excitement's there for them. And this is where your word can have an impact. This is where your example can have an impact. And I love how it says it there, so to your self-righteousness, if we keep on reading. So to yourself in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Now, brothers and sisters, the, the whole process of, of seeding God's word is for you to receive it before you seed it. Catch that for a second, right? Because we all, you know, we all look at ourselves. Hey, I'm in church. I'm all right. They're not in church. They're not all right. Hey, I'm in church. I'm all right. You know, hey, I'm doing God's will. I'm all right. They're not doing God's will. 
they're not all right. But God says right here that you make sure that you're sowing to yourself and that you're also breaking your ground. Because, see, the beautiful thing about God is that God won't limit you to your reach. Listen to what I'm saying here. We will just stay here, and this is as far as we can reach. God's reach goes beyond our reach. But the only way that seed can grow beyond its reach is if the ground ahead of it's broken, the ground around it's broken, and then you'll start to see the seed expand. So, brothers and sisters, a lot of the times, and I know it's difficult. I know this is the part that's the hardest because we know we know that we struggle. We know that we fail. But look, this is where God needs to work in us. God needs to lift us up. God needs to remove the past. Some of us are thinking about things from the past, things that we didn't do right, things that we failed in, all these things from the past. God doesn't say that. God says, so, so righteousness to you. Know that he's forgiven you. Break your ground, and you'll start to see your seed grow. You see, and we get stuck in things. It don't matter how many times you heard it that God loves you, God's forgave you. You're here today, you don't feel forgiven, and you don't feel loved. God doesn't need to tell you this. Every day, you got to start believing it. you got to start receiving it. This is what's holding back things. It's not understanding God's mercy and God's grace. Amen? God bless the kids this evening. Sow to yourself righteousness. Reap in mercy. That the rain that the rain of righteousness may come upon us. Amen. Praise God for that. I don't think the youth was going tonight. I'm sorry. If the youth was going to stay in here tonight. John 12, 24. Amen. We go to John 12, 24. De cierto, de cierto, os digo, que si el grano de trigo no cae en la tierra y muere, él solo queda, mas si muere, mucho fruto lleva. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So, brothers and sisters, listen here. Listen here, please. We got to find out what's going on here. What's going on with the seed that's being spread? Why isn't it having an impact? Why isn't it not, is it not showing fruit? We got to understand that the, that the seed has to fall and it has to die. The seed has to die so it can now live as a fruit and give forth much fruit. But see, if we stop spreading the seed, if we stop saying things, giving an opportunity for seed to hit ground, then the percentage chances go down. Sometimes we said, I've said it enough, and I'm not going to say it no more. I've already told them, I'm not going to say it again. Some of us get bitter. Some of us, we know how to say, I love you, but we say, I can't tolerate you. Some of us don't say, I don't know how to be patient. I don't know how to do these things. I don't know how to accept these things, right? 
Look at all, look at how much seed we need, huh? How much fruit we need. I just keep on telling them. Amen, you, you do. And God kept on telling us until he got us to a place, a better place, a place that we could understand, accept him, and see him for who he is, see his love for who, what it is. It excites me when you start to experience God's mercy. How many of y'all have been forgiven for something? You've received God's mercy. You want somebody to experience that. Can they ever experience it if you're frustrated with the fact that they're repetitive in things? No. You've got to give time and keep on seeding it. Keep on seeding it with the Word of God. Keep on bringing the Word into situations. You see, we got to bring all the Word, not just the Word that you pick. Uh-oh. What are you going to go with that one, Brother Gabe? Oh, see, because we're really good to go to the parts of the Bible where we can condemn. Very quick to go to the, ver the verses that we can condemn. But people can, the Word of God says people are condemned already. I didn't come to condemn the world. The world's condemned already, said Jesus. He came here to give them new life. And for them to experience what that is and the love and the grace of mer and the mercy of God and forgiveness. So for us, brothers and sisters, maybe it's the seed that you've been throwing in your hand is the reason it hasn't had an impact. Maybe they don't see what you saw. Maybe they don't feel what you felt. But maybe it's the seed that you've chosen to throw. But I like this verse because it says that the seed, it has to fall into a fertile place. It has to fall into an earthly place. It has to fall into a void. Again, we cannot get tired. We cannot get uh, uh, vexed in this world that we cannot speak. We cannot have a bad day and not have an opportunity to talk about God. I can't have a migraine. I can't be in depression. I can't have a toothache when God says the earth has opened up for a seed. I've got to be vigilant and prepared because that moment can pass. And you didn't have an opportunity to seed. By an example, by something that we lacked. And I say that the Word of God is powerful, and it says it never returns empty. Sharper than a double edged sword to the depths of the soul. But yet, we, being human, we think our words can be convincing, we think our examples can be convincing. And that's our seed, isn't it? Oh, my experience. Let me grab my seed of experience here. Oh, you know, when I was this and that, here it is. And, you know, and when I, and when I, you know, when I was growing up, here it is. And, you know, and this and that. And then we wonder why aren't things changing? Because that's not the seed that they need. What they need is they need to experience Jesus for who he is. And that's where we must go to. That's where we must ask wisdom for from God. Is God, give me the wisdom 
Give me the wisdom of what seed I should spread. Amen. Second Corinthians nine, six. Esto empero digo, el que sembra escasamente, escasamente, también segará escasamente. Y el que sembra en bendiciones, en bendiciones también segará. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So, brothers and sisters, how are we sowing right now? How are we seeding right now? Are we seeding sparingly because you're kind of tired? You know, you're kind of thinking like 2019 came and it's probably going to be like 2018, 2017. It just is what it is. So I just got a little bit of seed now that I'm throwing already? Or are you saying, you know what? This year is going to be a little bit deaf. I'm going to stock up in some seed. And I'm just going to be throwing. I'm going to overseed. I'm going to let God just guide me. When God tells me to throw it, I'm going to throw it. And I know God's going to have an impact in this. Because the faith that you have is what inspires God to move the faith that you have the, the, the faith that moves mountains is you believing in God's word it's you believing first what you're about to seed it's you seeing the seed and knowing that if it's carrots that when you throw it you're going to get carrots sometimes we're throwing a seed that we haven't received yet and we just, we're just people that just throw seed. That seed hasn't reached us yet. But we just read the label. That label looked good and said, yeah, you know what? I think this looks good. We're going to just throw it out there. Don't even understand what it takes to make that seed grow. But it looks good. I think we'll have carrots this year and just spread them all out instead of putting them in a line, instead of fertilizing it a certain way. But our heart deceives us. Some of us aren't listening to this and we'll continue on. We'll continue doing it the way we do it. And again, the insanity will happen at the end of this year because the, there won't be any change in results. It's time that we try something different. It's time that we believe something different in the Word of God. That we look at it different. That it inspires us differently. That we've gotten into this habit, into this belief that this is the way it is. And guess what? When we believe this is the way it is, it's the way it becomes. When you believe this is the way it's going to be, it's the way it becomes. It's that simple. Something won't change when you don't believe it's going to change. You've got to inspire this change especially with us having the opportunity of being here and gaining the precious knowledge from God. Amen? So I like how it says it here. We'll read it again. If you're going to sow sparingly, then you're going to 
receive sparingly. And whatever you do, whatever type of effort you put into something, any kind of effort you put into something is the effort you're going to receive back. And like I said, it's not the fact that God's not questioning your love for how you seed or for who you seed to. God's not questioning that. There's no question in your love. You question your love. You're questioning your own love, but God's not questioning it. But what's being questioned here is where is your faith at? Where is your hope at? What is inspiring you to wake up a little earlier to seed, to do a prayer of seed? What is, ask, what is changing that you don't do a, a midday text of seed? Something different. Wow, you just don't understand, Gabe, because you haven't walked in my shoes. You're right. I haven't. I have not walked in your shoes. But the Word of God brings a message tonight for those that are walking in shoes. And He's speaking to you, saying, Look, however you've tried it, whatever's annoyed you, whatever's made you think, Oh my gosh, when are they going to hear me? When are they going to hear you, God? When are they going to see you, God? How long is it going to be? And God's like, look at the seed that you're throwing. Look at the seed you're throwing. The seed you're throwing, won't, it won't grow on ground that's not ready for it. The seed you're growing, is not, it's not ready. But you know what? Pray that a seed will fall somewhere. That one day, there'll be a moment that will spark that seed to die and bring forth fruit. And we've heard these testimonies. We've been inspired by these things. If we turn to Matthew 13. And he spoke many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. And the fowls came up and devoured them. So, brothers and sisters, God right here is showing us something. God has given us the plan in this parable because he's asking us to seed it but he's also asking us to understand the situation in where we're seeding at. The opportunity that he gives you to throw a seed. The situation, the circumstance that can have an impact. Where is it going to land at this moment? We know this parable and we've read this parable, but if we look at it different tonight, if we look at it, if we look at it and try to put, ask God for understanding. God, give me understanding in this parable. What I've experienced with my family, with my friends. What I've seen, God, give me, just open my eyes to this parable right now. And we start here that the sower began to spread seed. 
and some of it fell by the wayside. If we can keep on reading, brother. Some fell upon stony places. So we have, go back one, brother. Verse 4. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. So it fell by the wayside, not by the ground, where it needed to grow. And it says that birds came and devoured them. Very important to understand that this seed that God is talking about, something will devour it. Something will take this seed. This is why it's so important to be repetitive in spreading the seed. God doesn't say, I've limited you. I've limited you what your seed is this year. God hasn't limited us what our seed is to spread this year. God has not limited us. We have limited ourselves. Our strength limits us because it's our strength that we're leaning on, not God's strength that we're leaning on. So God says right now, look, there's something, there's a chance that the seed that is going to be spread is going to fall to the wayside and and birds are going to come and devour it. And then it says the next verse that some fell on stony, upon stony places where they had not much earth. And then listen to this. Just understanding the seed process. That even though it it fell on stone, it still grew. It sprung forth. This is the power of the seed. And you guys all, you know, probably as parents, remember your kids coming back with the little bag and the bean and water so they could see, right? I don't know if you guys, some of the teachers might have even done that here, so they could see the seed grow. Right here, God says that even on the stone, it sprung forth. But look what it says. But because there was no deepness of the earth, And when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because they had no root, they they withered away. So we had one that fell on the wayside, right? It fell on the wayside and something came and devoured it. We had another one that fell on stone. It sprung out. Yes. I'm seeing some fruit. I'm seeing some fruit. They're coming to church. They came to church. This and this. They heard me this time. This and this, right? But where it sprung up had no depth. This is going to help you understand the process of the seed. Had no depth. So the sun came out. The trial came. The temptation came. Come on, am I speaking to some family members here that we've experienced this? The trial, the tribulation came. And the root withered away. See, and instead of being sad, we should be excited saying, man, I think, I think, I, I think God's going to give me the master plan on seeding tonight. I think that, you know, I think I've gotten so discouraged with the process that I didn't understand the process. I didn't look for what God was telling me to look for. I want to look for what God's telling me to look for now tonight. 
Speak to my heart tonight, Jesus. So we see here. Verse 7. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprung up and choked them. So we had some that fell on the wayside. We had some that fell on a stony place. And now we have some that fell on thorns. And when the thorns sprung up, they choked the seed. We see the experience of this seed. Three seeds that fell in different ground, different uh, areas. Verse 8. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Verse 9. I love this part right here. Because, brothers and sisters, this ain't the first time that we've read this. I mean, I've probably heard it in my lifetime, you know, over 30 times in a message. But this verse right here, how God put this verse in between something that he had just described as a process. And he said, if you have ears, then hear right now. See, if you've heard this before and still haven't understood the process, then you've heard with ears that aren't spiritual. Ears of hope, of faith. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we all, we all have had a situation or circumstance for some of us, and you, we're, we're, all, we're all right here in church right now, so I'm not going to call you guys out and say, I know you've said it. Some of y'all, you, you've even said, I'm, I'm tired. I kind of give up. Ah, nobody wants to. Ah, look at y'all. Never, brother, ever. Because it happens. Because it happens because we don't hear what the Lord is saying here. And we keep on reading here. We continue reading in Matthew 13. The next verse, brother. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he, this is which received the seed by the wayside. Now listen to this. When that seed hit the wayside, we threw a seed out there. We understood it. We get excited by it. But the person that received it there's no understanding of the knowledge of what God's given you. So it just goes to the wayside. This is where we did this instead of God inspiring this. 
instead of praying, God, give me word. Give me seed. Because I don't want the seed that I've been throwing that I understand that impacts me. Oh, this will change them. And they're like looking at you like, I have no idea what you mean by that. And it says it gets brushed off to the wayside. But when we start off simple, when we start off and we understand that the seed, first of all, in any process, before you even start seeding it, you got to look at what the ground looks like. You got to look for signals of terms of, I'm tired living this way. I, I, I look back at in moments when, when God had me at that point of seed. I was tired. You know, I was a young man and I was tired. I felt like I was old already and just worn out. I'm tired. That seed was ready to hit ground. So we look for terms like this. That's why the word of God's very, you know, it's it gives us wisdom because some of us are seeding stuff that doesn't want to receive anything right now and isn't giving signs. They're giving you signs of what the ground is. But your effort can't go there until the ground's ready. And but that doesn't mean that we we stop learning. That doesn't mean we stop understanding what kind of seed we're going to have to throw when it's right. Amen. See, some of us. Some of us will use terms like, well, they're going to figure it out. Right. Hey, come on. I think I might even even use that term a couple of times. What is that? The cop out. Me not figuring it out. That's a cop out. For me not asking God, show me, God, your word. Show me the seed I should be throwing. Show me what I should be looking for, God. Show me. So, so to me, righteousness. Remember the first verse we read there. So to yourself first. See, this is what's exciting. See, see, we're here, and we become students of the law. Como dice la palabra, hermano. Barón. When he says the palabra, vamos para aquí. Just like the word of God says here, we turn to here. And we become students, teachers, we think. But we lose what Jesus saw when he came here. It was the impact that his love could have. His sacrifice was going to have. And this is where we don't get tired. This is where we don't get shocked with things that we hear. Oh, I heard this, I heard that. What do you expect? I'm not going to get shocked in these things, but I'm going to get prepared to seed because the time will come. And I like here, if we keep on reading here, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, the wicked one catches away that which was sown in his heart. But these are the birds that come and get it. This is which received the seed by the wayside, verse 20. But he that received the seed into stony places, 
The same is he that heareth the word, and, and with rejoice receiveth it. Verse 21. Yet hath he not root in himself. So if you remember, this, it's had no depth. It was a facade. This is where God will start showing you and bringing strength into you to be able to accept that, oh, you're hearing something. We're excited, right? We're like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling this, and we're excited, and we get this, and we can't overly get excited that we lose the type of seed needed. It says that the seed gets there, and it springs. But the person had no depth person wasn't really ready for it but the seed didn't stop springing because go back to that verse brother what does it say at the very beginning of it go back a verse 20 he that received the seed into a stony place the same as he that heareth the word because he heard he heard the word so the word sprung forth but it had no depth because it goes, if we go to 21, he hath no root in himself, but dureth for a while. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is the important part of the process. This is the process that God is showing us in the seed. This is the attention to some of this. Some of us, we spread seed, but we don't go back and water. Some of us, we spread seed, and we don't go back and fix, and we don't help the process. I always remember that, that term, if you're going to build something, make sure you understand what it takes to build it. Would you be embarrassed because you can't finish it? We see here that it required maintenance to seed. We're just expecting God to do everything with and God's saying, look, I want to teach you something here. I want to teach you something, your involvement in this process. God uses us as vessels. The power of that. The power of a person evolving in Christ. It's a beautiful thing, seeing this. But if we keep on reading right here, they heard the word, but there was no depth in them. And it says that but dureth for a while, or when tribulation or persecution, they're both different, ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. You see, many of us, we know we need God. We see what God has done for you. We see what God could potentially do for me. But our God is beautiful and amazing, and God gets to places we had no idea that God would get to. And if there were some real people here tonight, they would say amen because God got to your place. I remember when God got to my place. What are you doing here? 
How'd you get here? Who let you in? You let me in. You got excited with the word tonight. And you let me in. And now I see what's been going on here. But I want you to know that I'm here for you, God told me. And the experience that I had with God that night, that I received him in the void that was in me. I keep on reading here. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. But he that received the seed and the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Now if we go back a verse, so the thorns, and we start to look at, brothers and sisters, we start to look at, Where is the seed falling at? Where is it falling at? What ground has it fallen at? First, we ask ourselves this. Where has it fallen at in us? Because that's what we started out first, right? Where has the seed fallen at in us? We can ask ourselves, where is the fruit at? Where is the fruit that is talking here on the good ground? Then after we've asked ourselves that and we've looked into that and we've made sure it hasn't fallen in, because I see this as an evolving seed. I see the first seed as people that have no experience with God, I see it falling quickly to the wayside and it just being devoured quickly and we see someone here and then we don't see them anymore, right? And then I see the second one, that the ones that were here, it sprung forth. You can see the bud of the, of the, of the seed now, but the individual had no depth, didn't allow God to, Go beyond what he wanted to go to. It didn't allow God to visit those areas that were uncomfortable that you never had let anyone in. And then the third seed I see as us here at church. This third seed that gets reached out. We've heard this. But yet something overcomes us. The busyness of things. And it starts to choke the spiritualness out of us as a body. We start to lose the feeling of what it was to be loved by God. And we have a hard time showing that love of God. No matter how special an individual is we're not the person meeting the woman at the well we're the person talking about the woman at the well so for me these examples 
we ask ourselves first, where am I sowing to? Am I in this third phase and the fruit's not penetrating because the things of the world are choking it, taking me backward instead of allowing me to get to the good ground? And once I've identified my need, then I can start to look on how I am seeding. How God has given me the opportunity to seed his word. Seed his word. Seed his word. Before I seed it, I need it. I need to have it in my life. I need to be prepared. If we read the last verse now, But he that receives seed into good ground is he that heareth the word and understands it. The key, brothers and sisters, is to not only hear it, but to understand it. How do you know if you've understood it? You practice it. You put it to action. You have a plan for it. You're ever telling somebody something, teaching somebody something, and you ask them, do you understand it? And they look at you like, you're training a new employee, and you're like going through some stuff, and you're really good at it, right? See, you understand it? And they're like, it might be better if I do it. Right? But we come here, And we hear it, but the Word of God says, are we understanding it? Then he'll bear fruit. And brothers and sisters, this church, though it's small, and I'm not talking about the church itself, but the people, the size does not matter if the fruit that comes from it Bringeth forth what it was just saying here. This is where we got to get to is that sometimes we're visually looking for something where we're not understanding how God just identified how the fruit can come. It doesn't say that the individual will bring a fruit. It says that the individual will bring fruits. Different volumes of it. And I get excited, brothers and sisters, because I know that God speaks to our hearts. I know God puts vision in us. I know God puts a desire in us. I know there's a desire here for family. I know there's a desire here for bettering our lives. I know there's a desire here. I know there's effort here for that. Sometimes we don't understand. So discouragement comes over us. And that's what God says, so to yourself first understanding and righteousness so do yourself first we're really busy we're like oh man it's gonna be a good one i can't wait to get on the phone with so-and-so and yet we're struggling where our seat is landing at even tonight first corinthians 3 6 i like the way paul says it here 
I have planted. Apollos watered. But God gave the growth. Verse 7. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth, but God that giveth the increased. So brothers and sisters, you got to just do what God asks you to do. You see, sometimes we're missing that last part. That God is the one that is going to make the seed die. Is what's going to make it contact the earth and increase. But we cannot stop what God has asked us to do, which is to spread his word. What kind of light, what kind of salt are we to the earth? What are we showing? What kind of impact are we having? What kind of testimony do we have? Is it one that of, you know, just we're just unhappily serving God? You know, there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of believers that they they they're faithful they 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 you know we we look the part but unfortunately we don't show the part internally and we lose the opportunity to seed a moment because of something we need we lose the opportunity do God's will. Help us, God, to see these moments and not just consider our needs, but consider what he's given us to, to do. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15. Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. So brothers and sisters, again, this is where we don't see what the seed has to do. Paul uses a very hard term, nescio, fool. If you just think, no, that seed has to find a place to die. The ground has to be ready for it. God, give me wisdom how to work this ground. Give me, before I throw the seed, give me wisdom on what I could do to work the ground. What do I do, God? What do I do? How can I help? What I, how do, is it mercy that I need to show? Is it grace? Is it love? Is it love, God? I see, I see how you interacted with the woman at the well. See how you told the woman that they were about to stone. But where are those that accused you? Now you go and sin no more. 
But why do I have a hard time? And my seed is rough. My seed is quick to teach. <laughs> you guys are good, right? We got word quick, don't we? We got word like we can pull out knives and just start throwing them at. We do, we do, you know, and some of us don't. And some of us, that's our problem too, is that, is that when the word needs to come, we're like, uh, really don't know why I do it. And that's why the root's not deep. I just do it because everybody does it. And there won't be a consistency there. And it changes. The moment that we understand it, we receive it. And we start to bring fruit from it. And there's beautiful ministry here in that. There's opportunity to look you look at somebody's testimony, you look at how somebody is living and how their children and families are living. And you have hope and you said, I'm going to keep on seeding. I'm going to keep on seeding because that's my promise to God. That's my promise to God. But I'm going to also make sure that the ground's ready. And I'm going to make sure that the seed I'm using is for the ground that they're in. You see, because their ground changes through life as they're on this journey yes they get stuck in places but the place that they're at you might be throwing seed that they were they've left already and this is where discernment comes in this is where understanding and praying to god this is where god speaks to you in ways and makes you see stuff and and calms you down because the old person wants to come out and and you want to do things the way things were done to you when god has changed you and sometimes the people that you're involved with weren't like you and we want to use a seed that was used on us that was special, that God created for all the things that we're going through, and we want to use that same seed with someone that didn't experience the things that we experienced. Or sometimes we want to use a seed that we didn't experience the things that they experienced. But God is perfect in his word. God is perfect. And he opens up opportunities if we search for him. But if we're tired, if you're tired of seeding already, you can't get tired. You can't get tired of this. Some of us, we're thinking like, some of us are thinking in our mind, when's the last time I might have said something? Maybe I'm talking about more on how, you know, how grandbabies are, how things are, and all this stuff, and I'm not talking about, or maybe I'm talking more on how's you doing and this and that, how's, how's this happening, and I'm not talking about how's it happening here, what's going on here. And the word of God will not return empty. If we seed, keep on reading, brother. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not. That body that shall be, but bear grain, it may have chance of wheat or of some other grain. 
So brothers and sisters, but God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to every seed his own body. Right here. For us, we come here. And if we came here inspired by an individual to preach, then we miss opportunities in the seed as those that bring the word. Some of us get excited, oh, if they could only been here today. Right? We've all said that, oh, man, if so-and-so would have been here today, or if this would have been this today. But right here it says that the seed that was spread today was, was for who was here today. And if we take it, you have the same opportunity. You have the same opportunity, the same power in you. This is where we must awaken the authority that's in us. We must awaken the power that God has given us. You hear, when, when God, where, where are those people that, like, when pastor was touched, that God was talking about, get in the road right now and go to Texas. Now we're like, oh, man, that's so far. Oh, oh man, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I can go to Bertram. I don't know, if, maybe it's not God that's telling me this. It's late. Because our seed has been limited. We've limited it. And we're wondering why the results aren't the same. But God is looking to awaken this hope and this power that's in us. Oh, I get so excited when I think of what God can do with this power from us. This power that he has in us. How he can use us, brothers and sisters. 2 Corinthians 9.10. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both ministereth bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Brothers and sisters, we're here and we're receiving seed. And we always must first receive the seed for us. This is where sometimes the service is dead. Why? Because you don't think you need the seed that was spread. It's dead. Oh, you don't know what's coming around the corner because God is, is trying to prepare you for the challenges that are around, you think that it's consistent right now and the consistency will be the same. But this deadness is going ha- to encounter something around the corner that's going to challenge you and bring you back and bring fire back in you. So the seed that is spread, we must gather it. Say, okay, God, you gave us word today. You spoke to us today, God. You, you're, 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 in, you're trying to increase us. I don't want to miss this, God. I want to. I, I feel like this was for me. I feel like I've, 
I've been doing this and I've questioned all the things he was saying. I, I do question these things. I wonder why when I say this or when I've done this or or sometimes even my prayers too, God, you know, and I, instead of instead of questioning things, God, I need to question my process. So we want to simplify the process tonight. First me. I need to receive. I need to make sure that I have it. I need to make sure and not set expectations for around me until I've received it. Second, God, when you're speaking to me to spread this seed, let me make sure the seed that I'm spreading is your will in their lives. Make sure, God, that I'm not just throwing seed that will go to the wayside. Make sure, God, that I'm not just throwing seed that will hit stony places. Make sure, God, that I'm not throwing seed that go into the thorns. And make sure, God, that I understand the processes after I've thrown it. But I leave you now, God, to increase it. My job, my job. I don't just throw the seed and just leave. My job, God, is to be there in the process, but knowing that you are the one doing it. The hope is that I have in you, Jesus. Speak to my heart tonight, Father. Give me new word. Give me something new this year, Jesus that I can tell those that I love and those that I think of, Jesus. Let this be the year that it breaks something, Father, that it breaks ground. Let this be a year, God, that you're preparing it right now, God. We have no idea. Right now the seed is, is impacting us, and it's doing something in the ground. I believe this, God. I can see this, God. Just because someone's not here doesn't mean, God, that something it's hitting the ground that, where they're at. I get excited, God, because this faith that I know that you, you can put in us, you're doing it anywhere, anywhere, both near and far. That's the hope we have in you, Jesus. I need to receive the seed. I need to sow in myself this righteousness. And after this, God, I want you to give me wisdom to discern the place that they're standing. Now, there's a difference between discernment and discouragement. Okay? You guys want to know the difference between discernment and discouragement? You'll see where somebody's standing, and you'll just get discouraged. <sighs> right? We throw the, here we go <laughs> Here we go. When are they going to learn, right? When's it going to change? I can use so many terms. We could use all these terms that we've used, and w that we've experienced, right? But discernment is that you see the person standing there, and you've got to see them through God's eyes. And instead of saying, here we go again, you've got to see them the way God would see them, saying, okay, what do we need to do different this time? 
God, I'm giving this to you. You just put it in my heart. Because I seem to try to do it with my strength, with my understanding, my wisdom. But now I want to discern this place that they're at. You see, sometimes we get discouraged or, 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 or offended. How many people here get offended by where people are standing at? Anybody here? I'm offended. You used to stand over here, but now you stand here. You're not getting anywhere with that. If you see them in God's eyes, understand the place that they're at. And I tell you one thing, when God opens your heart and he shows you things and the compassion comes over you, and you look at challenges, and you look at circumstances. This person could walk all over you and the love that you have because it's the, the same way they walked all over Jesus. And the beauty of this is that God is working in us as much as he's working on anybody that we're praying for. So our hope tonight, brothers and sisters, our hope tonight is that we don't take for granted this precious gospel. We don't take for granted this precious love that God has given us, that we receive it into our lives, accept it with the joy and happiness. It's what motivates us and gets us up. It's, a, it's what makes us think that there's a new tomorrow, that it's going to be better tomorrow than it was today. It's the hope we have and that the strength is coming. It, it's the hope that we have that God's going to fix it. And we cannot lose this. Or be discouraged by the position that someone's in. Though it's hard, though it hurts, the faith that we have is, God, we trust in you, Jesus. We believe in you, Father. If we say we believe you and we stand up and we say these things, I trust in God, I know that God has a plan, and then we're sitting here not confident in this. I'd like for all of us to come up here to the front, brothers and sisters, tonight. We all, if we all can come up to the front. How many of us tonight, brothers and sisters, or how many of us have been struggling this past year? Not even, I'm, ta I'm talking about even in 2018, how many of us are struggling with this process? Because if we're struggling with this process, it's what's identified what our hope is and what our joy is and, this, and the lack of it. We want God to do it like he did it for us.
We want, we want, we want, we want the people that we're, we're, we're talking to to feel like we feel. We want them to understand before it's too late. We get, I get it. I understand it. Trust me. You know, the example that Pastor talks about, about the man that didn't believe that, you know, Jesus was God and, 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 the, bir- and the birds kept on hitting his window trying to come in to, the, to get away from the cold and they kept on hitting the glass and dying. He's like, go to the barn. I left the barn open for you. Go to the barn. He goes, if only I could be a bird and show him how to get to the barn. And all of a sudden he thought, he was like, that's what Jesus did. We have an opportunity right here to just call to God and say, God, you know what my heart desires, Jesus. You know what my heart desires, Father. I've never doubted it, Lord, when I've cried to you and and called to you, Jesus. But now I'm asking you, Father, to allow the seed to reach me, Jesus, the seed of wisdom of hope, of faith, of strength. And I need this fruit, Father, when it falls from the branches. That's a powerful statement right there. Listen to this. Listen to this. Are you giving fruit? Because a fruit, when it falls onto the ground, it will seed the ground. So it's not only about throwing the seed, it's about the fruits allowing people to receive them this is our prayer tonight brothers and sisters i get it i get it you don't understand brother gay what i've been through it's hard for me i understand i understand this is why we're here right now today because this is our reset moment this is our moment right now to god saying god i know this time it's gotten me to hear god this moment All this time has gotten me here to this moment. It doesn't mean anything, brothers and sisters, unless we don't take it from this moment. It could have been 15, 20 years you've been here. It could have been, you know, 10 years you've been listening and nothing's happened. But this moment matters to you. This moment of receiving the seed into our hearts and saying, the next time I call my brother, I know God has word for him. Because God had a word for me. Oh, I tell you one thing, brothers, sisters. I remember when God impacted my life, and I just fell in love with the word. And I kept on reading, and I was like, man. And God just, I, I got involved in some, you know, some stuff that God was doing and fixing inside of me. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the word. We got to fall in love with the word. We're over here wanting to fix and pray and, and, and stand up for our family, but we're not falling in love with the word. We're not over here, you know, man, this is, I, I, gotta, I gotta keep on adding to this right here. This was good. I remember leaving and, and after some of pastor's messages and I was like, man, that was a good one. You remember that. I know we remember those days. Where are those good ones been at lately? How are we seeding? are we giving out? Because tonight's your night that the seed starts to grow and the fruit starts to come. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, oh, Father, we're grateful for your love, Lord, your grace, Jesus. 
Oh, you are a mighty, merciful God, Lord. I want you right now to show love to my brothers and sisters, Lord. I want you to show them, Jesus, the forgiveness that you have, the power you have, Jesus. First of all, to forgive our us, Lord. Because sometimes we get stagnant, Lord. Sometimes we get dormant, Father. But right now, Lord, you're calling us to awaken this, Lord. The opportunity and the power that you can give us, Father, by receiving this seed first, Jesus. The opportunities that you will open, Lord, for us to then spread this seed, Father. To everyone, Lord. We know your promises, Lord, and we know that they're true, Jesus. To seek your kingdom first and its righteousness, Lord. And everything else will be added, Lord. I'm asking right now, Lord, that this kingdom, Lord, your kingdom, Father, that everything that's in front of us, Lord, just move away and we see your kingdom, Jesus. Any kind of plan that we had for this year, Lord, any kind of desire that we had, Lord, that it's your kingdom, Father. Because if we can put your kingdom first, Father, everything else that we've desired, Lord, given. You are a faithful God, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we can see your faithfulness, Lord. Tonight, Lord, I ask that you just put your faithfulness in us, Lord, the things that you've done, Lord, the little things that, that we sometimes don't cherish, Lord, in us. Show them, Father. Show the strength that you've given us, Lord, to get here. God bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, that keep on fighting through the trials and tribulations, Lord, through depression, Lord, through things, wicked things, Father, wicked things, Father, Jesus. Wicked things that they, they've been through, Jesus. Scars that they have in their hearts, Lord. Hurt that they've had. How you've removed it, Jesus. How you've healed them, Lord. You hear testimonies of them declaring it to you, Jesus. You did this, Father. You improved this relationship. I'm grateful, Father, for you, Jesus. Because it's only you, Lord, that has the power, Lord, to reach the depth of the soul, Father. No medication can reach their Lord. No man can reach their Lord Jesus. But you can, Father. And I'm asking, Lord, right now that this healing, this love, Father, that you offer, that we receive it first, Jesus. That we understand it first, Jesus. This understanding, Lord, that we begin to discern the seed that you've asked us to spread, Lord. You've called us to spread, Father. That the increase will come, Lord, by the seed, Jesus. We're so grateful, Lord, for what each, each and a one of us, Lord, being here, Lord, and the love that you show us, Lord, always. I'm asking, Lord, that you just bless this church, Lord. Bless our pastor. Bless all the ministries here, Lord. All the brothers and sisters, Lord, that pray, Lord, in our constant in prayer. Those that are struggling, Lord, we ask that you just give them strength, Lord, and hope, Lord, to understand that it's not over, Lord. This ain't over. This is far from over, Jesus. While there's life in us, Lord, there's hope. And we're grateful to you, Lord, in all these things, Lord, in all these things we ask in your mighty and precious name, in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up here, amen.
How many of us believe God is good? Amen. He is good. Praise the Lord. Let's see here what we can play. I'm going to ask Sister Gabby to sing this song, Me Liberto. Amen. How many of us believe that we've been liberated from some opinions tonight? We've been liberated from some.